Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. I'm going to introduce my guests in just a moment. And yes, we're going to get it, we're going to get it uh, interesting in here. Hence, uh, Mr. T. I got my companion here with me. I'm just trying to pull up my message of the week. I might have to wing this one, Damon. It was, oh, 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 I think I got it. Oh, here we go. All right. So before I introduce my guests this week, topic of the day will definitely be the, uh, I don't adjective to describe uh, this gentleman, Gary Vaynerchuk. What's one word you would use to describe Gary Vaynerchuk? Oh. oh. Everything. 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 The everything Gary Vaynerchuk. So this was from Tea with Gary V earlier in the week, or from his, not, I'm sorry, not Tea with Gary V, uh, the weekly V from last week. Did you of watch course. It? Of course. I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I, uh, I ripped this because it, I just feel like it really encapsulates everything that's going on right now. And he said, this is about doing over dwelling. Right now, 90%, 98% of people are going to dwell. And the 2% that do and make and create and go on offense and realize an opportunity will succeed 10x. And that's the way the game is played. You know a little something about that game, don't you? Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay, everybody. My guest today, Damon Johnson. He is a real estate and social media guru out of Michigan. You're just outside of Detroit, correct? Yes. Awesome. It's snowing there today, isn't it? It snowed yesterday. Like, like we got like a mini blizzard, and yeah. today is super cold. Yeah. We got, we got some funky stuff happening here, too. It's not super cold, though. Yeah, it's, um, it's freezing here. So Damon and I met uh, via Twitter, although I think I'd seen, I'd seen your likeness on some, some Gary Vaynerchuk posts when I first oh. encountered <laughs> you on Twitter. I was like, that's the dude from I, you, like the picture that you have for some of your, uh, for some of your, most, your social media pages. Uh, yeah. You had kind of popped up in some of his stuff, and I was like, oh, I've seen that guy before. And then we ended up connecting on Twitter. And since everything is remote now, <laughs> right? usually, we do, usually we do the show live in studio, in Midtown, and I, I mentioned to you earlier in the week, it's we're just a few blocks from from where his offices are. Uh, we're on 38th between 8th and 9th, and uh, so it's almost always a live a live guest. And uh, this has changed this has changed everything. So right, groundbreaking. I'll be the first. <laughs> I've well, I've done a few, but uh, we're so we're getting yeah, you know, we're still like getting used to you know the audio and some of the things. Oh yeah, this is my first. This last week was my first like Zoom thing, so we're yeah. trust me, we are all yeah, figuring it out together. So, um, what we're what we're looking at right now, New York is like the hot spot in the states in terms of uh, of of the, the outbreak and confirmed cases in New Jersey. Then Michigan is yes. next, right? You guys yes. are number three. Sad three four. How's yeah. that? How's how are things there? Can you give um, us a little, I little think when it from the first happened, in? we weren't taking it as serious as we should have. Um, from a real estate standpoint, I stopped showing, I stopped going to houses. Uh, even before the governor had announced the stay-at-home measure, I had, yeah, I just yeah. didn't feel comfortable. Just because they didn't know how the virus was spreading, there was no pill for it, there was no, like, we didn't know incubation periods, we didn't know anything, but it was just, at that time, making people sick. It, they really weren't like, oh, you're going to yeah. die. So it's like, you know, getting really sick, and they couldn't figure out from a realtor standpoint, what we could and couldn't do. So I made the decision. I have a deal going on now, but I just got that deal in before they stopped uh, virtually, but I don't know how that works. So right. I, I'm not showing any homes or doing anything like that. So for us here, it's like they keep extending it, and we should, I'm just going to follow the rules and hope it passes over so we can get some, some yeah. spring love. Yeah, right? Who doesn't want that right now? 
Well, here, you know, it's usually bustling, you know, millions of people out every day. And it's strange to see, you know, I'm in Brooklyn. Um, I'm actually in my restaurant right now in Brooklyn where we're doing, where I'm doing the show from. And it's like a little commercial strip and there's nobody out there, but you look, at the, you know, you look at the scenes from like Times Square and places like that, which are usually packed and there's nobody. There's just nobody walking around, but it seems like that's paying off. Like the, the message yeah. coming from the, from the governor and the mayor this week is that it's starting to work, but yeah, there's no, there's absolutely no end in sight. And it's just, yeah, you know, I've only left the house twice for food and to run errands per se. Yeah. But I haven't been any, I mean, they, they're writing tickets here for like a thousand dollars if you can't, right. you know. Same here, so same here. I, yeah, I mean, I'll stay home. I, I'm out every day, you know, my businesses are open. We've had to adjust and modify. And that's why I think that message that, that Gary said last week, it really hit me because we had to change everything. So my restaurant was like full service bar and restaurant, you know, it was like a nice place to go. Beautiful interior. Nobody can come inside anymore. <laughs> you right. Know? And we ne- we didn't do delivery. It was just like not part of our program, you know. Okay. We also, it was place. totally new for you. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we did a little bit, but it wasn't. Uh, you know, it, it it wasn't a major part of our business, like one okay. percent of our business, you know. And now it's a hundred. So that was like overnight, like big gear change. And then yeah, speaking of delivery, I had got. <laughs> my wine delivered. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> and it was so funny because the FedEx guy in my, I live in a, um, they have keys to our condo. Well, not keys uh-huh. to the condo, but keys to the common area. Right. And um, that was the first delivery I've had since this is all going on. And I, we mm-hmm. usually get the same guy and he was looking at me and I looked at him and I was like, he's like, don't even tip about tipping me, Damon. Just, yeah, yeah. Just here, go. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> Yeah, so it was, yeah, so the, everything has been changed for me because I'm on social all the time, but mm-hmm. now I have to make sure that I'm doing all my follow-ups, my emails, yeah. my everything now is phone, social, laptop. Like there is no oh, I'll stop by your house or I'll I'll go yeah. to your office and pick that up or come yeah. meet in my office and we can go over everything. And explaining docs is actually harder through texting <laughs> it takes forever to explain stuff to people now yeah it's like oh god can this hurry up and get over with because of being in, for some rock stuff being in person it, it makes it so much easier mm-hmm. but now it's like line 26b says and you're like oh boy yeah well that's and, and i want to elaborate that on that over the course of the show i mean when i was promoting the show two things i wanted to really discuss with you was was rented mortgage, which is the, the hot topic of the day, but oh also boy. communication. And you just hit on two really important things being staying on top of social media because you can't meet in person. And, and it's like never been more important for brand building and, and communication. And then the other is just adjusting gears to be better at whatever form of communication you have. It's funny, like, so for the wine store, are, are, so there, we're open daily. People can come into the store there. We're still open, you know, nine, 10 hours a day. So I'm there every afternoon. Friday after Friday at noon is the only day I'm not there because I'm, okay. I'm doing this, but I'm going straight there afterwards. So I'm there all afternoon and then I'm at the restaurant at night. Now, people can't come in the restaurant, but they can come up front and like I pop the door open because it's nice. The weather's nice enough here. People roll by and they order. And now you can do cocktails to go in New York State. So everybody's oh. drinking cocktails and like plastic cups sitting up front. 
second part was like, hey. Yeah, 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 definitely. People were like, can we keep this? You know, it was like the one consolation that the governor gave that was like, oh, that, this is, I really like this. I like this. But We haven't got that here yet. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta put your thumb on it, man. You got to be like, right? Cuomo, you know what Cuomo did. <laughs> right? But, uh, but the wine store is largely, I mean, people are still coming in, but we just, we have taken on so much delivery. Now there we had it, those wheels in motion already. It was, you know, it was a small fraction of the business and now it's, it's a dominant part. Um, but it forced us to do so many things. It forced us to finish our website, which we've been working on for 12 years, oh, you know, and finally set up e-commerce. And it was like, you, sometimes you just have to have your back against the wall. Again, going back to, to Gary's quote, it's like 2% will just figure it out. They'll make it better. And I, so I train and I teach martial arts as well here at Sun Dojo, which is right down the street and oh, cool. they're shut down. What's that? I was like, look at you, just a renaissance man. I, I'm all over it, man. I mean, it's funny because my, my degrees are in music as well. I was a freelance musician for like 10 years also. So I'm just oh, cool. all over the place. But, but the dojo is closed for now, and, and it probably will be for a while because that's like a hotbed. You know, we're in close contact and, and yeah. everything. But there's, there's a constant saying in there, and it's don't wish it was easier. Wish you were better. And this situation is going to make some of us much better because we're just gonna we're just gonna figure it out, and you're going through the same thing. Like you, the level of communication that you need to have right now to maintain, because you can't physically take them out and show them homes. Can you give Can you give everybody a little, like maybe an example or two of some of the stuff you've done to to maintain that communication? Um, I you well, I always have a newsletter that comes out, but it used to be, mm -hmm. uh, I want to say a little more fluff and not so much substance. Yeah. Now it's really substance like, <laughs> hey, um, do A, B, C, D, E. Make sure that you are doing A, B, C, D, E. Yeah. More of like a, a hard check-in, mm -hmm. uh, more uh, updating my emails, updating their contact information, um, figuring out who's still working, who's not working, who's working from home. Mm -hmm. um, it forced me to go through my sheet, my records and to be like don't call them at 12 o'clock or don't uh email them too much or their kid they have four kids at home or right. so it got real hey, intimate real quick right yeah really quick like oh you have a dog on how that working out <laughs> and, yeah and have you have you seen your um your your email open rates and the inter interaction with email with your newsletter uh go up because i have yes, a wine I store it like yeah, doubled it, in a week. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, I, who? Then it was, it was so weird because there's some people I've never hear from. Yeah, right. That were like, oh, thank you for sending this. This gave me something to do. Or I'll send them out a little. I've re, what I've done is I've repurposed a lot of my old videos and sent them through the email yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. Just so much of not like a preachy email, but like a, hey, do this to your house because it's spring, not at your home. Yeah. Check your gun. <laughs> now you've got time. <laughs> Check your smoke detector. Change your furnace filter. Yeah. Do this, do that. Do, and it's helped. It, it really has helped me to revisit some people who haven't bought from me. To mm -hmm. so now I have to talk to them about things that I can't be like, hey, are you going to buy from me or not? I'm more of like, a, <laughs> hey, are you okay? Because it, this kind of, it's going to sound bad. This kind of has worked in my favor for some people who are thinking about staying in their apartments and they're, now they're like oh my god get me out of here because people well of course michigan is as crowded as new york 
but people will have an apartment here and mm-hmm. love it because they're not home. Right. So now that they're home with these noisy neighbors and these kids, they're like, get this place is this, like, get me out of here. <laughs> so it's really That's, worked in my favor. Yeah. Where some people are like, oh, it's okay. Now they're like, no, Damon, yeah. when this is over, I need out of here. I'm calling like, you. Yeah. Yeah, like, get me, yeah, like today. That's funny. Cool. We're going to take a short break, Damon. Okay. okay. Just hang tight. We'll be back in a few, everybody. Listen to the Entrepreneurial Web. Boom. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. All right, everybody, welcome back. Once again, you're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Here with me today, Michigan real estate and social media guru, Damon Johnson. Damon, you with me? Yes, I'm awesome. here. Okay, so the hot topic, rent and mortgage. What are people supposed to do, man? Because some people, like some people got, I'm crazy. I, like I said, all my places are open still. Some are doing okay, some are not, but we're getting by. I managed to pay rent everywhere this this month. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there've been there so I don't know what it I don't know what what it's like where you're at, but here in New York, they put a 90-day moratorium on evictions for commercial and residential, which just means if you don't pay right now, nobody can sue you or evict you. But in 90 days, and it's not even 90 days now, it's probably more like 50. They can come after you and it's a hot mess. And like immediately, you know, 50,000 people were unemployed and the number is growing and growing and growing. And here, I think it's something staggering, like 75% of New Yorkers rent 
it's yeah, it's oh. a, it's high. Yeah, it's big time. So and and I know I've heard in the state Senate, there's, uh, you know, some some legislature on the table about rent freezes or, you know, they're, they're being kind of unclear, but they certainly didn't pass it through by like April 5th when everybody had to pay. They're like, yeah, we're working on that. So, and I get it. I understand, you know, I think what was done though, and this may be nationally, you'll have to, you'll have to chime in or it could have just been statewide, but there was, there was some kind of freeze on mortgages, but just for homeowners. It doesn't, it doesn't apply if, you own a building that's you're shaking your head. No, go ahead. You want to, you want to give me some, give us some information on that. Yeah. For Michigan, I belong to a few groups. I'm a, a, a NAR, well for the national realtors too. Um, so everything goes by the state as yes. far as, mm -hmm. you know, commercials, uh, rent, commercial buildings, rental units, and for homes for Michigan, uh, it first came out that you can't get evicted over the 90 days. Mm -hmm. People took that to mean that, oh, I'm not paying anything for these 90 days. And that came out right before everybody started getting laid off or losing their jobs or things shutting down. Because here, Michigan is weird. We have Ford Chrysler and GM, which is headquartered here. Mm -hmm. So they employ a lot of people, a lot of businesses spin off of that, um, where when they shut down, they still get a check. It just isn't the full check or any right. overtime or anything like that. So what happened, a lot of mortgage companies, we have a lot of mortgage companies that are headquartered. Mortgages are huge here. So because right. um, Quicken is here, United is here, so a lot of Bank of America's headquarters is here. Uh, Chase is here. There's a lot. Mortgages and banks are huge here. So I told my clients, past, present, future, pay your mortgage. Because even if the bank gives you a forbearance or whatever they want to call it and say that you don't have to pay right now, come the day that that expires, they're going to want those three months of payments that day. There is no, oh, my job at, a at ABC suppliers called me back and I get a check in two weeks. Can you wait? No. It's going to devastate your credit. Mm -hmm. I tell people, call your lender. Call. I, I did a show with my broker and they were, you know, we're tossing things around. I also, because I, I used to write mortgages, call your lender and say, hey, I went from making two grand a week to $500 a week. Um, and what's also going on here, I don't know about New York, our unemployment, the unemployment checks haven't come yet. So yeah. people were applying and they don't know if they, are they getting it or not? The $1,200 thing, I don't think anybody's gotten here. Right. I don't know about, I don't know about there, but the $1,200 sure people haven't gotten, yeah. the unemployment people haven't gotten, the food stamp relief people haven't gotten. It's just it's like whatever you have on you right now is what you have. That's, that's it. Yeah. So it's kind of like running a business. <laughs> it's, it's like running a business. So that's why I wasn't in so much of a shock 
Yeah. Like say, oh no. But I was yeah. like, oh don't I was like, don't buy anything either. Yeah, right. Because like, coming through. <laughs> right? Because for rent, I think they'll have a little bit more flexibility because of the courts actually being shut down mm, and right. you can't, you know, you can't get evicted. But in the same vein, call your landlord and say, Hey, this is I what's have, happening. Yeah. I have this, I have X amount of dollars I can give you. And I would give it to them with a, I told them with a note, due to coronavirus, I can no longer pay the full amount. Mm-hmm. Upon me returning to work, I will pay X amount of dollars. Because when you sit at home with your head in the sand, pretending that the news, you can't say, oh, the news told me I don't have right. to pay for 90 days. Because my fear is that when this is over, there's nothing written down that says you don't owe this money. Right. You can't just say, oh, I had a forbearance or, oh, I chose this. And you haven't contacted your creditors. You haven't contacted the banks. You haven't contacted who holds your mortgage, who holds your lease. I did that question on my Instagram. I was like, have you contacted your landlord or your mortgage company? I got like three responses. <laughs> we were like, who? <laughs> because who's that? Because really, what is this? This is April? Because people were claiming March, and I was like, oh no, they for sure are gonna make you pay March. Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. I was like, April, you may get a little leeway as far yeah. as a late payment or putting it on the end of your mortgage. Right. right. But you have to contact them. Mm. They, I don't care if you get a busy signal, email them, email them at them on Twitter, get a hold of them because they know what's going on too. They aren't, right. you know, they know I, that, that people can't pay right now. Right. And I've had some conversations even just with like, uh, you know, the, my the MX with my business card for, you know, it was just like a panic. Like what's going to happen? We didn't know if we were going to continue to operate. We didn't know what sales were going to look like. Now I'm, I'm, we're going on, we're wrapping up our fourth week of just delivery only. And so now we have a gauge and they, you know, just calling them and talking to them and they, they Amex, they were like, cool. You know, they were like, yeah, yeah we, no late fees, no penalties, you know, stuff yeah, like be, that. I was kind of shocked. I was be, like, wow. Be, yeah. Because they know now was see how rumors start about what not to pay and what to pay. We have, um, our electricity is called DTE mm-hmm. and our gas will heat your water up or whatever is consumers. And there was this big rumor that, oh, they're not going to cut anybody off for the 90 days. I'm a where, person. Where'd that start? <laughs> yeah, I'm, a New Yorker started that rumor. <laughs> I'm a person. And I was telling my clients, I was like, hey, pay, set up a payment plan with them. I have right. not seen any of that in person. Right. Mm-hmm. where they are not shutting you off or if the rumor comes and it's true, they're going to want their money in those 90 days. It's, right. And the point is, is nobody's getting off the hook from this cash. If you have a mortgage and you don't have to pay right now, they're going to get you on the back end. Somehow, somehow it's going to creep up and you need to plan for that. And the same with rent. Nobody's going to evict you right now. Right. Right. Come the end of your lease, if you haven't come up with that cash, then you could run into trouble, especially if the courts are back open and this moratorium on evictions is is over. You could find yourself liable. And I mean, here, it's a lot of money. It's like thousands of dollars a month. And if you go three months without paying, all of a sudden you could have 10, 15, 20 grand hanging over your head 
And you're right, just you getting back to work, you know? Right, because I don't think companies are going to be doing bonuses this year and raises. <laughs> and yeah. I don't want, and I just don't want people to be like, oh, I owe so much on my mortgage, I'm going to lose my house. Right. Or I'm going right. to lose my apartment. I'm going to lose my car. I don't want people to, to just think that the money doesn't have to go somewhere. And I also don't want people... I knew there was going to be a wrinkle with that $1,200. <laughs> I just was like, <laughs> you think? Um, yeah. I, and I, because I think when they were saying you, you have to make under a certain amount of money, I said, well, that takes out a lot of people anyway, because yeah. who's getting that? Right. And then I think people were banking on getting it and spending money, ordering things online. I was like, that money is not a guarantee. Yeah. And when I read the statute, it was worded as such that you have to declare that as income next year. Right, so, so you're, you're getting, getting taxed on it. You're gonna get taxed on that. Yeah. I was like, yep. I, I, I'm, I didn't qualify and I'm glad I did. Right, be, I didn't even be, try. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I don't, want, I don't want any money that I'm getting taxed double on. Right, it's yeah. It's like you're getting taxed when you get it and then they're taxing you again next for what is this, for 2020 taxes. Yeah, I'm like, this makes, I get it, people need it, but I was like, this is like a setup, kind of? It's not a relief, it's like a... Yeah, I, I feel the same way, and, and you know, they, they keep putting things up for businesses that have experienced massive loss and, and like payroll retention and stuff like that, and I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm, but I'm a little weary, like, I, I kind of feel like if I can do this on my own, I'd rather do it on my own and not yeah, be like I've in. looked at some grants and things, and I've applied for a couple of things, but I'm with you. I'm leery. Some people that I know are just applying for everything. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, and I want to tell them, do you know how hard it is to pay back even a loan for $1,000? Well, I'm not taking any loans. I yeah, am not interested I was in like, any loans. I was like, these loans and these grants and this what. Everything sounds good. I, when I went to college, they were like, hey, sign up for this, sign up for that. And we thought it was money. Here you come to student loan bills. I was like, where did that come from? Yep. So I'm always leery of the free money, kind of. I'm even mm. leery of grants sometimes. Yeah. Like, Same here. Same here. Am I signing my business away? Who are these people? It was mm -hmm. a grant until you got to the last two lines of that document. <laughs> and then it said... <laughs> Surprise, surprise, psych. <laughs> psych, you owe us all this money. So I, I'm telling everybody, pay what you can pay, get something in writing, get something that you've communicated out to your mortgage company and to your landlord mm -hmm. and to your, your credit cards, your insurance companies, whoever you were paying every month, get something out to them that says, hey, I only have money for food. This right. is all I have. Yeah. So at least we have something in writing. Were you uh, were you in real estate uh, in two thousand seven and eight during that crash? No, I was a school teacher at the time. I knew I knew you were a school teacher. I didn't know when you transitioned into real estate. But what's so funny? I it, it the crash kind of was the reason I got involved in real estate. My first home, I was part of the hey the sign here committee. Yeah. Where you just you just sign and I didn't really know what my credit score was. I had no, and I'm not blaming anybody. Well, you just, you know how things went. You just, you yep. applied for something, you got it and you kept They going. were giving houses away then, man. Yeah. I mean, not really, but yeah. that's what got so, them out of the trouble. 
I got the home and I thought I could afford it. I could not. Um, and I did a short sale and they treated me like dirt to say, I, I can't say they treated me like. <laughs> you can curse on the show. You can, you can say bad words. It's okay. <laughs> so going and going through that process, it was like, oh, and at the same time, I had just, uh, no, yeah, got the house. Uh, we, I got the house and then like that summer when I, it all started here, um, short sale on house, new governor laid all the teachers off who had their masters. Yeah. Um, so I had to move back in with my mom, mm -hmm. uh, become a substitute teacher at that point. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. So all the money that I used to get the house was gone. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to become a real estate agent when this is over and I'm not going to do what was done to me. It was, right. I, for me, that crash is way worse than this one. Cause I so was, far. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is new. So, yeah. we're, we're still in the honeymoon phase right now. But here. you know what? I think I'm better. I, I know better now. Right. right. I had all, I shouldn't say I had all my eggs in one basket. I was like, I have this master's. I have my teacher certificate. I can do anything. I can, they wouldn't hire me because they had to pay. They said they couldn't afford me. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 I'll take a pay cut. And they were like, no, by law, we have to, you know, pay you by yeah. your degree. Yeah. And so I didn't know what to do because I was raised that you go to college, you go work for somebody, and then you just work there until you retire and die. Right. Yeah. So I wasn't, you know, raised to have my own business. This, I tell people, this is all still new for me. The having a business and getting clients and doing this type of, even this stuff, this is all new for me because I wasn't raised like that. I mean, they raised me the best they could. I mean, what they, they raised me how they were raised. Yeah. You go to college, you be a good boy, uh, <laughs> you go work for someone and you, you work as hard, you, you work as hard as you can there to get promoted and that's that. Whereas now I know that none of this is guaranteed. Right. You have better know how to do five or six different things. You have better know how to sell, be part of the sales team, do this, do that, be a consultant. So now that's why I say for me, I know I can survive anything now yeah. because I know I have to do a lot of stuff. If I want to host the show, here we go. If you want to get picked up by a network, I just didn't know that there was so much possibility out there. I thought you just worked and had fun on the weekend and traveled and, and that was that. If you would have told me I would not have been a principal or, or even almost retired by now from that, I was like, oh no. So yeah, when that bubble burst and this one, to me, they feel similar, but different. This Absolutely. one has a more of a, you're gonna, this one is different because you can't go out and work. You yeah. can't make, not that you can't, it's different to make the extra money. We're going to take another quick break, all right? We're going to pick up okay. with this. This is really great stuff. We'll pick right back up with this when we come back, all right? You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web, everybody. We'll be back in a few. We'll be back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. everybody we're back once again you're listening to the entrepreneurial web i'm your host jeremiah fox here with my guest damon johnson once again he is a michigan real estate and social media guru we were just talking about not buying shit right <laughs> yeah don't buy shit <laughs> but that you know you, and you said it already people people like yourself and myself who are now running businesses and and under just constant pressure when you don't work for somebody else, like you were saying, that veil got lifted a long time ago, right? Quick. <laughs> Same for me. And uh, I mean, she just run a restaurant. You're just always on the front lines, man. It's just like, you're always just one banana peel away from just complete downfall. And this was like, this is like <laughs> banana peels falling from the sky. Just right, you know? right. But I was like, where are the people? <laughs> it was just kind of like another day, you know, but the adversity is what often makes us, you know, we talk about that a lot in martial arts, you know, people like Tony Robbins and Simon Sinek. And of course, Gary Vaynerchuk talk about that quite often. Um, and, and you, you, you know, reiterated a number of those themes, like don't spend money unnecessarily just because you think you're getting money. Like nothing is for free. There are strings attached and, and, you know, you learned the hard way, you know, after after 2008 and and what kind of followed and i think something very similar is coming coming art to theaters yes. soon you know in terms of the economy I, like i mentioned in the last segment i think this is still kind of the honeymoon phase for the economic impact it it hit service really hard and you said it yourself too you know with pontiac and all those companies that are there uh that 
the, the businesses surrounding them, the support businesses for them, a lot of the B2B, they're going to start to suffer. Right yeah. now, it's the companies themselves, the ones that are shut down. But there's these other companies like chugging along and I, I see it on LinkedIn and I see <laughs> it in the Times and everybody's like, oh no, it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, your time is coming. Because this, this is, this is gonna, this noose is gonna get tighter and tighter. It's slowly moving. Um, the longer those businesses are shut down, that it's just because they're talking hard. about, oh, everybody's ready to go back to work, and I'm like, I don't want to show a house and then die the next week because I'm yeah. back to work. No, everybody, everybody's. It's not gonna go back to the normal. I mean, you know, restaurants survive by being full. I have a feeling for a long time. People are going to walk up yep. and see a half full restaurant and be like, you know what? We'll come back another night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. And just turn around and leave. Just, it's going to be a much different thing. We all are going to have to make major adjustments. Um, I, and I also think a lot of these companies are going to realize how efficient some, some work from home. I don't think everybody's going to completely just be like remote. Okay. The world's remote now, but I think a lot of office spaces, especially in Midtown where those office prices man the the rents there are so oh, so sure high a lot ridiculous. of those guys are going to be like you know what we probably don't need it five days a week and start to yeah co-op start to co-op yeah office space where they work remote half the week i i like i work from home a lot and i see now like oh i don't have to go there unless i'm meeting with a client yeah. or unless i really yeah. want i mean because my office isn't far from my house so mm. i get it but like you're saying, a lot of companies and colleges too, um, I think this is a, they shot themselves in the foot kind of, where they're like, I'm going to charge you all this tuition, but you're going to do it from home. And yeah. I think people are looking now like, why am I paying all these big yeah. bucks when I can just go to the smaller school mm -hmm. online from my house? That's, I think you're right about that. that there's going to be a big shift there as well. A lot of those Especially colleges. from the people who are going older, who are just going for the class and not yeah. for the campus experience. Right. It's like, why am I paying you all this money? I could just go get a degree from anywhere yeah. and sit in my living room and chase these kids around the house. And I think what's going to happen is that a lot of people that were not being super awesome in the last 10 years, they're going to get it. It's unfortunate that some good people are going to get it too. But if you were kind of like, if you were kind of a shitty person and not or a shitty company, like colleges were already on the chopping block, you know, yeah, the, new, the, the blade was like right there. It's everybody's like, Oh yeah, let's just cut that. Let's just, <laughs> yeah, just, just, just cut that because there wasn't, an, I think the colleges thought it was going to be an uproar that they were closed and people were like, eh, whatever. It, Cause the degree, the degree now I'm a little older than everybody. The degree now is obsolete to me. Kind of. Yeah. Because I, they these, Tell me these about it, bro. I got a master's in music uh, right. almost 20 years ago. It's like... It's like these kids <laughs> now don't even mention the mall. So they yeah. definitely aren't thinking about college. They're like, what's yeah. that? Like, yeah. So, and yet, like you said, when people are going to be obsolete, a lot of realtors and business people here miss this. Again, people still aren't on social like they should. Like, I'm yeah. like... How so talk about that a little bit. That's one of the other things. I mean, you, I, you've been an inspiration for me. You know, I, I see the work that you're oh, doing you. and people, people like yourself. And it, it gets me pumped up because I wasn't, 
man, nine months ago, I wasn't on social at all. I didn't even do it for my businesses because we're so brick and mortar and like community right. entrenched. I was like, oh, what do I need that for? And I'll get to the, you know, we'll, we'll get to the Gary V stuff soon. But I just want to, prior to that, I just want to hear you, you know, your take on social and, and how you've utilized it and how it can be utilized by people, especially now. Um, for me, how I used to, I was like you, when I had accounts, I used them just, you know, to talk to people that I haven't talked to in a while, um, friends, family, whatever. I was not using it for business until mm -hmm. I got my real estate license. And even when I first got it, I didn't know how to, you know, do any of this. I was like, oh, you post a house, you do this. I didn't know what it was really. Yeah. I didn't know that this was a whole nother culture. That this was the whole thing. Um, until I started, you know, actually getting business from it. And I was like, oh, this is really a science behind this. And I tell people, I'm still figuring it out. It changes all the time. Look at us here now. I would have yeah. never been doing this a year ago. Like, I'm exactly. doing a Zoom. What's a Zoom chat? Right. So I tell people think that you have to be perfect at it. You don't. It helps to have, you know, the fancier stuff and the lighting and whatever. It helps. I said, but get it out there because I don't think that I'm the, the, when people give me comments, I look and I'm like, my stuff sucks to me. Not sucks, but it's like, but I see how I've grown from when it, when I, I look at my old stuff, like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. this was awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, but I tell people, if you use it as such a medium because you don't have to advertise on TV anymore. Mm -hmm. Everybody, I went, when I did a Facebook Live the other day, it was like the numbers, I was like, oh my God. Because he was, Gary said, he who's closest to the client wins. And even for brick and mortar, you have the page. You take the picture of the food. You say, hey, I'm having this special on Friday. What are you guys thinking about for lunch? People like to put their two cents in. Yeah. They like to be involved. They like to see what you have. They want to see what your life is like. They want to see how this crisis is affecting you. So I try to give it to people straight, no chase. Mm -hmm. Like, look, yes, I'm missing money. No, I don't want to die because right. I'm missing money. So social gives me that outlet to get that message out there, to get that I'm still doing soft business. Um, I can tell you what to do for your home. I can tell you how to fix it. I can tell you what the market is, is doing right now. I can tell you how to price it. It lets you reach people that you wouldn't ordinarily reach. It lets you tell your own story, not for your company to tell it. It lets you direct the narrative. It lets you stand apart from everybody else because everybody has an account, but not everybody knows how to work their right. account. Right. People, there's some realtors here who do way more business than what I do. And I look at their accounts sometimes and I go, oh, this is awful. But <laughs> I just look and I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, like, oh my God, this is, this is, this is terrible. Like, yeah. Because they don't add, and I didn't used to either. I didn't use to, no, I didn't know what adding value was. Right, and same here. I, I thought no adding value meant. was just not ripping anybody off. Right. I didn't not know adding value yeah. was, hey, pick up your dog poop outside before you show the house. I didn't, 
So I look at added, I look at adding value as giving people common sense answers. Like, yes, do this. No, don't do that. Yeah. So social for my business has been everything. I do miss pre- pressing the flesh, yeah, but sure. I haven't missed a beat. And I think that's why I've been so I've been so positive while this is going on that mm-hmm. I really haven't missed a beat as far as my business and my clients, future clients, whatever, staying on top of business, uh, keeping my ear to the ground, just really being on social because social is like another job. Um, <laughs> if you're doing it right, like my phone company, I always tell people this story, they emailed me like, hey, did somebody hack your account? It says that you're only 11 plus hours a day. And I was like, no, that's 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 really me. And I go, working not it, that baby, I'm on, working it. <laughs> yeah, I said, if you're on really working it and watching and working and interacting with people, you'll look up and it's 10 o'clock. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. So, or or yeah. 1, <laughs> 1 a.m. <laughs> that it, happens to me often. Social, like I did, I put some, something was on Twitter that I posted, it got, I looked in the analytics, it's, when I looked up, there's like 80,000 people have looked at that. Right. And so I, there's, I don't know 80,000 people here that I've done business with, but they've seen that and the in, the income limit with social is limitless. Right. If you no do ceiling. it right, yeah. it, it, the reach is outrageous. It changes platform to platform, but social is, I get it. Like people are like, I don't like it. And I, I was like, right. when you can't go into work today, you have better be on Facebook right. saying, hey, buy this remote for $19.99. Let me tell you what it does because you can't go into brick and mortar right now and yeah. buy things. So just like, and I don't mean to pigeonhole, I don't mean to name names. Neiman Marcus to me, it's a huge story here. Everybody in Michigan loves Neiman Marcus. They have not told their story right. in years. Like my generation knows Neiman Marcus is like a thing and sax and whatever. But the younger kids don't and, have the buy-in mm-hmm. to spend a thousand dollars at Neiman's and be like, oh, I got the bag and I went shopping and we had lunch. Because they haven't told their story. They don't nobody has any buy-in with them because they're seen as just a store. They're not seen as part of the community. They're not seen yeah. as even part of anybody's daily life. Like a target is seen as part of your daily life. Right. Whereas Neiman's is not. Right. And even through this, they haven't been on these companies. These large companies have not been on social saying, hey, we exist. Yeah, that's, I hear that criticism a lot, especially from, from people like Gary Vee. We're going to take another break. But when we come back, get your glass ready. We're going to get it popping. I'm going to tell, we're going to tell some Gary Vee stories. I'm going to open it up with, you did a, you did a, a little wine review the other day. I'm going to give you my version of, of a, an old Gary wine review when we come back. All right, everybody yes. listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. 
fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Once again, you're listening to the Entrepreneur Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with my guest, Damon Johnson. So, Damon, you you uh, you were on Tea with Gary Vee the other day, correct? Yeah. And you also have done a, you did a seminar or something with him previously, right? You actually yes. met him. I've actually never met him. I've been in close proximity for many, many years, but <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you how I got introduced to him and then you can, you can tell me. Um, in like 2007, I was working at this restaurant in the city. Great wine list. They had some crazy wines that we wanted to get our hands on. They wouldn't sell us a bottle. We couldn't taste it. But we were, I had like the top wine sales and I wanted to crush it. That was just always me. I always wanted to like be the best. And there were these bottles that I couldn't get my hands on. And this guy comes in one day and he's like, I know you've been looking for these wines and you can't find them. But there's this guy in New Jersey He's on YouTube and he does these wine reviews. And one of the wines that you've been looking for is on there. So I was like, okay, what's YouTube? How do I find this? Right. I was like, technologically inept, man. Like I was a freelance musician working, you know, in restaurants part-time to, to make ends meet. And I, I watched the dude. I come home one night. I got a bottle of wine. I turn it on. And Gary just breaks in. And my wife is like, oh my God, who is that obnoxious person? I can't, I was like, this is the best ever. And he was so unorthodox. And so I, you know, I watched him for maybe like six months. And then not long after that, we opened our retail store, like in the, in the wake of the, the uh, real estate bubble popping. Um, restaurants took a hit then. So we, we, went, we went with where the money was, which was retail. And I always wanted to, sell wine in a very unique way and and i had previously but once i encountered him i was like i have my wings now and then i got busy for that was 2008 and and i you know i didn't i didn't spend any time on social really i built it for the businesses but i didn't really use it i didn't use it personally and then maybe like a year ago a friend of mine sent me a simon sinek youtube video which was a ted talk that he did that was really great and I was like, oh, wow. And I watched it. And I, again, I'm not spending much time on YouTube or social media or anything, but I watched it. It was really powerful. And I'm like, great. And in the feed just below was Gary Vaynerchuk. And I was like, oh, what's my boy up to? Oh. And I clicked it and I was like, what happened? 
happened? Like he, he's not selling wine anymore. I had no. no idea what had transpired. And I was like, and then I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, oh yeah. my God. And literally the reason, and I'm sure it's probably the same for you, that we're sitting here is because in that first video, he was like, if you were trying to make it, if you got businesses, you're trying to get the word out there, social, 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 da, 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 da. And he was like, start a podcast, cut the podcast up. And I was like, okay, how do you start a podcast? And literally, <laughs> I think like a few weeks later, I was invited to be an interviewee on another show on this network on Talking Alternative Broadcasting that just is a real estate guy also here who does like a virtual walking tour of neighborhoods doing okay, radio. Yeah. And they were doing My Neighborhood Windsor Terrace in Brooklyn one week and he got my information. It's like he wanted a local business owner and a guy that's like, you know, got his ear to the rail. So I came on and next thing I know, they're like, do you want to host your own show? And I was like, man, I just heard that's a really good idea. And like, literally it was like being put in a slingshot and just like, right? and that was, that was in September. And I just hit it. I just attacked everything, started posting to 12, 15 accounts a day video editing. I didn't know anything. I did music. So I knew all that. So I knew, I understood the audio, but the video is all brand new. And now I'm like ripping videos. I'm like, I'm a video editor all of a sudden. There's all this crazy I stuff. I love happening. it. So I saw your, you also, when you were on there, you did, you had the empathy wines that you got, but then on your Facebook or somewhere you did, you actually did like a little review. Yeah. Of Rose, right. So I'm going to give you the, did you, have you ever watched Gary's old show? The wine library. Oh, you see some of yeah, stuff? Yeah. 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 Okay. First thing, you need a bigger glass, my friend. You got to get a bigger one. This, this isn't even that big. I'm going to send you some glasses. I know exactly what you need. Gary used to use these Riedel Grand Burgundy glasses that went like, that looked like a fishbowl. I used to have a couple of them. I don't know where they're at now. They're, they're easy to get. Um, you can fit more than a bottle of wine in one glass. So when the doc's like, only one glass a day, get that big one. And right, get that big one. <laughs> so that will help your... Your, so what I'm, I'm doing today, this is Terrasa Stelos Andes Malbec from Argentina. I used to sell this at that restaurant when I worked there. Now, oh, my cool. buddy is the wholesaler for this in New York now. And like six months ago, he's like, I got this great Malbec. You got to try it. I was like, man, I know that Malbec. Bring it on. So now we serve this at my restaurant. So he would always, Gary, would pour a little in. You got that part down. You got the swirl, but you need a big glass because you got you to gotta swirl, man. You got to get that yeah. stuff going. You got to get it going, going. And then the snippy sniff, you got to get snip, the put the snob all in it. You got to have your mascot. He had one of those wrestlers. I can't remember who it was. Now, this probably is probably Ric Flair. Now, it wasn't Ric Flair. It was somebody else. Like Ivan the Destroyer or somebody like that. You'd have to watch. This is Mr. T. Mr. T has been overseeing my wine store since 2009. He sits up above the Italian wines and he just makes sure everything's okay. So I brought him over here today, but he's been with us for a long time. And Mr. T knows what's up. So you got to get in that snippy sniff, hardcore. The other thing you need, you got to have a spittoon. Gary always had a spittoon. Yes. <laughs> you got to, I know, you want to drink it. I understand. Right. <laughs> You're new. One day you'll get it because you drink right, all those wines. You can operate. Your social gets all messed up. People are like, were you okay that day? You're like, mm -hmm, I just didn't have my spittoon with me. Right. And then, of course, you got to get it in the mouth. And you got to make a sound when you spit it, man. Gary used to have, it sounded like a bullet. Bing! He had the great spittoon. And then when he talked about it, man, it was the craziest. He would be like, he's like, okay, yeah, mm, I got, I got, I got it. I know 
I know exactly what this wine tastes like. You remember, when you, were, you remember when you were a kid and you had that fresh, that fresh Bazooka Joe bubble gum in your mouth and you were outside playing and it fell out of your mouth and it hit the dirt and you were like, but it was, it was brand new. And you just pick it back up and you put it back in your mouth and you had the raspberry, but like covered with the dirt. That's exactly what this wine tastes like. <laughs> That's what Gary was saying, man. And I use, I still use stuff like that at my wine store and people, that's, that's the connection. That's the personal, uh, like you were just talking about, like the real intimate, what separates you is like just getting creative, getting to be yourself. Yes. You do that through social media as well. So he was always, he was a big inspiration for me that way. And then just over the last like nine months or so, I've been keeping up with what's going on with him and it's, it's helped tremendously, uh, currently. I, and I think you could probably say the same. Real quick, we just have a couple minutes left. How did you get, how did you, how did he fall on your radar? Um, my assistant turned me on to him. And we watched at our old job and I was like, oh my God, who is this? I love him. Um, and we just followed and followed and attacked social. I how long ago was that? When, when This was about five years ago. Okay. And when did you go to the seminar or the whatever? I went to New Jersey. It's been two years. It's been about two, about two years now. Um, so when he came to Detroit, when him and his brother came to Detroit, Mm-hmm. I knew they were going to be here because they were going to the to the the Jets were playing the Lions. So when I went over to his section, he was super nice. He was like, oh, "Hey cool. DJ, I know you've been following me, and I see your stuff." And I was just like, That's "Oh my awesome. god!" Yeah. We took the picture, and he was like, "You know, they're doing a wine seminar, uh, in I think it was going to be October." So when I flew in, I got to really, really spend time with him. Um, I'm in daily V five or four. Um, we oh, got right, invited yeah. to the VIP part with him where he really did the tastings with you um, uh-huh. about how to do it, what to look for and all the other stuff. Um, and just have really been the ultimate stalker. But he know, I mean, he knows certain people. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I just, I'm just thankful that I fell on his radar. Yeah. Because um, people are always like, you really know him. And I was like, He'll know your face and your and he'll remember your name. Yeah. If he, if, if he, if all right, we he, gotta we gotta wrap it up. Raise your glass up. All right. Hey, thank you so much. No, I wish thank you, you well. Appreciate it and help. And we'll talk soon, brother. Thank For you. Sure. Thank you. All right, so everybody. You listen to the Entrepreneur Web. Have a great weekend. Peace. Talking Alternative Radio, twenty four hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. 
Fridays 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 